Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to The Neighbourhood Rewatch. Welcome to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch Podcast. Award-winning! Award-winning! Fucking <laughs> hell. We are, we are the best Neighbours podcast. And do you know what this best Neighbours podcast is doing now? Actually yeah. co- covering current Neighbours. Uh, I've been covering it with uh, Adam. He's oh. watched He's watched about four episodes. Uh, Tim, how many episodes five, did you bad. Tim, how many did you watch? I actually- I, I actually recorded them with the intention of considering thinking about watching them and then didn't have time and forgot. Um, you that's my excuse. You recorded them? What, on a VHS. set player? On Sky. On Sky. Oh, you, you are Why a is that such a weird you thing? You not just say plus them? I don't know. What, what do you say for things on Sky? Sky plus? Sky plus it? I recorded it. Well, I hit the record button and an R came up on it. What does R stand for? It does stand for record, Tim, but if we're going off you just two fucking just letters and words here, you know. <laughs> you two are just too futuristic. You just all your Netflix and Amazon shit. Like, you don't need to record anything for yourself. Streaming the neighbours. Yeah. Tim is a very... How do you warm... record on Netflix? don't know, do you? You can, you can you download can... to your devices on Netflix. You can download to your devices. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, Tim is a very loyal Sky customer. And if anybody, I'm not. Um, I just happen to be in my parents' house. They are. They're stupid yeah. enough to be paying that kind of money. Yeah. So uh, if if there's any sort of uh, Sky bonuses going, anybody from Sky listening, if you want to bung Tim some free Sky stuff, have you got all the packages, Tim? No, because they're all too fucking expensive. And fuck Sky. Even if they want to give me cheap stuff, I'd, I'd rather have expensive other stuff because they're fucking scamming bastards. And there we go. Wow. <laughs> said it said by a loyal sky customer <laughs> yeah. well i've watched these episodes on the my five app uh on the my five app um, Oz, but i don't want to plug that because fuck channel five because they're the ones who put the death nail on the show so i feel a bit bad plugging them but that's why i have watched them uh, i feel like we're just bad people at this point but like sky that shit neighbors shit my five <laughs> shit <laughs> we don't talk about anything that we actually like. Are we just three old men moaning about shit? Yeah. 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 Are we going to say that Neighbours now isn't as good as it used to be as well? Is that what we're going to say? I might. That that might come up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we are now uh, celebrating Neighbours, shall we say. Uh, <laughs> we're watching the final run of episodes through to the final episode on the 1st of August uh, which I'm thinking we'll do a live watch with, I don't know, we'll figure that shit out when we get close to it, but I think we should do something fairly special I've been saying that for fucking months and every week you go, <laughs> yep, and then you never fucking do anything for it, so <laughs> pass caring <laughs> Well it's sunk in and I've reformed it as my own idea now so, now it's my idea I'll do it And. <laughs> uh, I also have to say that we're watching these episodes at UK pace because that's a thing, apparently. Uh, the Australians are behind us. 
Not in that sense, Tim. Come on. Come on. Not in that sense. I mean, just in Neighbours episodes. <laughs> uh, How far behind are they then? Because they've filmed everything we decided and it's all done, but now we're ahead of them actually with they're their, like a their, couple, the aired episodes. Yeah, they're like a couple of weeks behind. So they're having to like do double episodes. So like the afternoon and evening are separate episodes now to catch up. Okay, no. So they're, they're only just going to catch up in that last week. They... Wow. Well, I've watched four episodes back to back today. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and we'll get onto that for you in a moment. Do you want to know what episode number it is? Do you want to take a guess what the episode numbers are that we watched? Oh, it's going to be big. Yeah. I'll say about, ooh, because I feel like the ones we were watching on the rewatch were 3,000 and three and a half thousand ish. I reckon we're probably up to about 18,000. 18,000. I don't know. Is that ridiculous? Well, let's see what Tim, let's see what Tim says. He's really doing the maths. I can see him. I, I'm trying. It's not coming up. Probably probably 15,000, somewhere like that. About too much. Both too much. Uh, episodes 8,867. Try it, really. So by the year 2000... That's 22 are, years ago. I know, crazy. They, they, they'd done, they'd done probably what fifteen, somewhere between fifteen and twenty years by the year two thousand. Oh, I suppose I've been a bit silly there. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mathematical in any way. That was terrible. So, yeah. So yeah, there we go. And <laughs> uh, I just want to say at this point, we do have some social medias if you want to follow us on this journey. Uh, at Watch Neighbor on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, you can subscribe to our Patreon as well for just one pound a month. www.patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch. And you can get access to the uh, unedited ad free versions of this show. Um, early speaking access. of the socials, speaking mm-hmm. of, I am really yeah. intrigued to see how you justify what you posted on TikTok. Oh, yes. I've decided okay, so I like I like this idea of you doing the things because I saw something like this with Game of Thrones, the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones on Twitter, where they put four, I think it was four random pictures to, that were just representing things from that episode. They were all really clever, really well done, and worked really <laughs> well with the episode that like you watched. And you could almost make it a side game for yourself where you could watch and think, how oh, the fuck what Oh, that's it. That's so well done. Brilliant. <laughs> and and you think this is in a similar vein is what you're trying to say. I, th- I, I, I get the I, where the idea has come from. I have watched four episodes, so not all five. And there was, how many pictures did you put? Four. Four or five. Four or five. There was one. And I was like, oh, that's that. Yeah. Not a clue what any of the well, others mean. We'll get to it as we go through the episodes. We'll get to it. Uh, it's a fun little game you can play as well if you follow our socials. I do think that. It's a, it's a nice one for people on the socials to look out for. Well, sh- should we tell people what the pictures are? And then as we go through it, we'll see if, yeah, go if on, they then. actually come on. up or not. Yeah, go right. on. You describe the so pictures the for first, us. The first one, there's a, a barn in a field with the kind of moody sky. Mm-hmm. Then next one is... A, like a toy dinosaur holding a couple of bottles of something. It's like a Godzilla kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, then the next one is load of packets of pills and tablets. Then the anonymous face. Um, and then 
some <laughs> how the fuck do I describe this last one? Some guy wearing cow like some sort of cowboy boots. I like he looks homeless. He made me think of Napoleon Dynamite. He's not. He's yeah. not Napoleon Dynamite. The, the but that's that a weird old vibe. The point was that he's homeless. That was the, the point I was driving at there. Ah, that is not clear on that picture at all. But yeah, we'll we'll no, get to it. We'll see if he we kind of looks off. like he could be. We'll get to that then. Tim's broken again. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, so. First storyline I want to talk about is uh, Hendrick. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Uh, do we not like, so we, have we said that we've flashed forward here? Is this like, a, is this is like, yeah. we're okay now? Yeah, I've said all that stuff. You went clearly went Right. Well, I, before we start talking about storylines, should we not talk about how different the actual look of the show is and everything? I want to talk about a few things here. First yeah, one on, I want to talk about is the opening titles. Okay, so the opening titles, what it does now, it still says the name of the characters, but it also says the actor who plays each character in the opening titles. Did you spot this? I did spot that. So Uh, it says like Carl Alan Fletcher. It says that. Yeah. It is impossible to read everything, though, because they come up, they flash up so fast and there's like three or four characters on the screen, like it's always been. You cannot actually read who the character... Because I was like, these are all new people to me. I don't know any of these fuckers except Carl and Susan and told it. Who the fuck are all these people? So I was like, right, right. And I was... You blink and you miss it. I didn't know who the fuck any of these people were. A lot of them look the fucking same. (laughs) I don't need to know the the, the actors' names at this stage because, again, I don't know who's who. It also is not apparent who who is related or lives in the same house. And this, I thought, was always a key thing in Neighbours. They're fucking Neighbours. You have to see who lives at number 30, who lives in this house. And all that kind of stuff. In this one, they're just walking down the street. They're not in the houses or anything. There is no like. Some of them are in the not, park. Some of them are in the park. They're, like there's there's no. I've got no concept having now watched four episodes. Who lives in what house? And I always think that's. I think that's a key thing for neighbours. Who lives in what house? Not a fucking clue. No, that is a very valid point indeed. I think it's shite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the cameras, like the way it is shot, is different. Mm. It looks shite. Like <laughs> it, we've been watching the old ones on fucking grainy VHS off Daily Motion. Shout out to them, UK neighbours fans forever. Um, this is fucking all HD, and you can see how shit and studio like, and it's bad. It's badly done, I think. Like I know, like it, it costs a lot of money to make these episodes, but they are doing these on the fucking cheap. The, it looks horrendous, I think. Yeah, I think all that money's gone, Carl and Susan. Probably, they Not probably surprised. do have some sort of loyalty scheme uh, where they get this, where they just get more money each year. Do you know, like you've watched five episodes then of this? Do you know who's related to who or where the people are fucking living? Only because uh, of it doesn't even take place in the houses. No, it doesn't actually, and. Like, you see the other house and you go, oh, is that Lou's house? Like, you, you kind of see little remnants of it, but kind of don't at the same time. Uh, the only house that looked familiar was Carl and Susan's house. Yeah, theirs looks like And it's because it's got the painting on the wall as well. The famous painting of the uh, Kennedy, Kennedy kids. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a bit, what's the word, discombobulating? Is, is that a word? It is now. Uh, 
yeah, it, it, it does. Like, I spent so much. I, I spent more time googling shit than watching the actual episodes. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you I always know. do that, though. That's just why you get. But yeah. you never understand what's gone on because you're looking at True. porn all the way through. <laughs> well, this time I was just trying to figure out who the fuck are these people, and they're not all neighbors. I'll tell you that they're all just fucking incestly related to each other at this point. Well, that was the thing. So, Carl and Susan's house, for example, we'll get to like your main storyline in a minute. But like the guy who was in that main storyline had something to do with Carl and Susan. I had no idea what, and I know that's part of it now because we've just jumped in at a random point. But it made me start thinking: how and how many people have Carl and Susan seen come and go in this show? How many people have they? A lot. Like, and I, and I think this in two ways. I think it in the way like in. In storyline, where they still live in this out this house, same place, been there for how many years? Twenty five years, whatever it is. Um, how many people have died that Carl has had to go? I'll, do you want me to speak to him because I live on the street and he's had to pass <laughs> on that bad news? How many fucking people has that been? But then yeah. I was also thinking about real life, Alan Fletcher and Jackie Woodburn. Is that right? Correct. So Carl and Susan, the actors in real life. How many people have they had to like fucking pack off as well? They're still there, and they've watched all these people come and fucking go, and they're still there. Like, it's just crazy. Oh, it's and you're you're dying this week, or you're moving to fucking Darwin, but they're still fucking there. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They've literally got two people living with them. They they always just got random, just random, just random people. Like, I don't live at my mum and dad's house, but there's not a load of fucking... It's not a revolving door at my mum and dad's house with a load of fucking <laughs> randoms moving in for a year, just doing... And then dying, and then they get a fucking new one in. <laughs> How fucking weird would that be? <laughs> yeah, that is very, very true. All very good points, Adam. Uh, and yeah, Carl is still in having to just... He is, even though he's not their doctor, has to still go explain shit to people who live on Ramsey Street. He's still getting caught with this 20 something years later. You'll find, I think as we go through it, we'll find a lot, as much as things change, a lot stays the fucking same. Um, and one thing I did like, and it's not actually to do with Neighbours, it's the little adverts on Channel 5 just before Neighbours starts playing again. They've got, it's uh, the Specsavers adverts. They've kind of used old clips of Neighbours and then like inserted, like it, they're getting a, an eye test or, you know, New glasses dropped off or whatever it is. So you've well, got like good because it's the ones we've been watching, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got one with Phil Martin, you've got one with Harold, one with Lance. One Tad's with, there. Yeah, Tad there as well. Uh yeah. Nice little Definitely. I like that. It takes me back. It, you know, you know why the why times. they picked the reason they picked that generation is because exactly what we said already. Mm. That they that was the good old days. I don't think neighbours actually went much further than probably 2001, 2002, before it, they probably could have got rid of it then. Well, I think that's when it, it kind of went to Channel 5, not too long after that, and he did, he changed the way it was shot, and it was all that, and I remember thinking at the time, it looks shit now. I remember thinking that way back yeah. when, and that's what they stuck with, because it does look brighter and, and all that kind of stuff, but it just looks... It just looks fake and horrible. Like you can imagine that, like them filming it. It just doesn't look good. I don't think. Yeah, it does. It's kind of like day glow, kind of. Yeah, it doesn't look. 
real at all. Like, those, yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely. It, it didn't. It never needed to become that show for beautiful people. I know it kind of a little bit was, well, but it went really, really hard into it. I think it did. I think it almost, it almost copied like the Hollyoaks kind of. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, and it, it definitely, it, that's what it looks like. And I remember like, I watched Hollyoaks for a bit when, when it was on. Yeah, why not? But yeah, it just doesn't look good at all, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very interesting watching these episodes. I mean, we might grow up to love it. You don't know. But oh, it, we'll give it a chance. It is. Uh, but yeah, it's quite a shock from going from the early 2000s to this. Uh, but like I said, some things haven't changed at all. And we'll talk about those in a moment. I want to talk. So I do want to talk now about Hendrix. As much as I said, some a lot of things change, but stay the same. We've gone from watching Madge die from cancer uh, to watching some other cunt die from cancer. Uh, right, well, yeah, you can walk quite right. And I also like the way that when we started the Neighbourhood Rewatch, there was some poor cunt in the hospital. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was brain dead, can't walk. But this time, it was can't breathe, can't talk. And <laughs> this, this poor bastard... Oh, yeah. Poor, poor bastard. Yeah, so he's had a lung transfer, old Hendrix. And it seems to have gone well at first. Everyone was like, oh, you can come in now. The operation was, operation was a success. Obviously, Carl's telling him, even though he's not he's not Hendrix's doctor, uh, he's just his surrogate father now. He's like, yeah, you can come in and see him. And he's cracking shit jokes with his wife. But yeah, then he, obviously, once once you all think, oh, everything's going to be great. No, 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 no. He starts coughing. I liked, yeah, I liked this because he just did one cough. And it was just, it was just in there. It was like you say, he was cracking some jokes, and he just went. <clears throat> and I was like, straight away, I was like, right. oh, oh, he's fucking coughing. He's not doing well. Yeah, um, he did not see that episode out. The poor bastard. He did. <coughs> he did not. Uh, before we know it, Carl's having to explain to everyone what the fuck's going on. Uh, not the doctor, just Carl. Uh, he got hyperacute rejection which means they couldn't have seen that on a scan. They tested for it beforehand, but apparently the rejection cells were, were too small to be seen and picked up, and they've attacked the lung, and they, it's killing him. And his dad's like, well, let's just get him a new lung. He's like, no, nah, it's just going to do the same thing again. It's just going to happen over and over and over again. Uh, it's now to be done. This is it. He's got a couple hours at best. Uh, go say your goodbyes. And yeah, everyone has to go say the goodbyes. Uh, he's trying to be brave for everyone. He's like, I don't want to spend this, you know, last few hours asleep trying to avoid the pain. I want to see the people around me that I love and spend it with them. Um, straight away, the, the nurse puts the thing on him. She's like, shut up, cunt. Just fucking have that. Puts, a, <laughs> puts the breathing apparatus on him. Uh, yeah, and they're all around him. And yeah, he dies. So there we go, fucking out of the frying pan into the fire, eh? <laughs> it was a shame, and like, like he's a young lad as well. Like, if you if you're not familiar or anything, if you've just been watching the old ones, like us, we don't know who any of these fuckers are except fucking Carl and Susan. This lad Hendrix, what was he like, seventeen, eighteen, or something? Yeah, he's a young lad. He's bit. He's got married to someone, even though I think he thought he might die. This this girl, I don't know. What, I, thought, I want to call him Mackenzie. Mac. Mackenzie, yeah. 
Um, and they've, they were like hoping that he was going to get better, obviously. And they were about to get an apartment and a cat and a dog and all this kind of stuff. And just as soon as they, they like, they made those kind of plans, the coughing got worse and he, he obviously died. Um, it was quite a sad one. Um, not the best first episode to dip into a load of new characters with. It was very cancer heavy. And you know how I feel about those episodes from previous episodes of this. Uh, so I'll be interested on what jokes you can make about not not even an old lady dying this time, but a young lad in the prime of his life. <laughs> what, uh, what I will say, though, he's quite similar to you. He was like, oh, I don't want all these fuckers like being sad, wearing black. He wants a because he's a by the sounds of it, he was a joker, a bit of a joker of a character, and he wanted um, he wants a big party sort of thing. Yeah, so what, cocktails and stuff going on. Exactly. So yeah, this. So what comes out the next day? And this is where I've got nothing respect for this lad. Uh, I think it's Amy's kid the next day because uh, Amy's back in the show. Uh, right, Amy's back in the show. We knew she was coming back. Um, what did, did you recognize her? And uh, some some parts of her, shall we say that? <laughs> she was hard to pick out of the lineup. That was one of the reasons why I was trying to quickly read the characters' names on the credits because I was like, oh, I knew Amy was back in it. I'll keep an eye out for Amy. She's obviously been discussed on the show before. And I thought, not a fucking clue which one of those is Amy. Couldn't tell. Yeah, it took a while to sink in. And you go, is that kind of looks oh yeah, that yep, that is Amy. There we go. Uh so yeah, I think it's Amy's kid has been given a has been sent a video, uh, I think posthumously, or it was recorded on her phone or whatever. And yeah, he's he's fucking laid it out. And fucking respect for this lad. He's absolutely laid it out. I go, right, this is how I want a funeral. And then probably went on for about 40, 50 minutes. Uh, but the best thing about that is that he didn't have two people like saying, no, that's stupid. That's rubbish. What are you like? What's wrong with you? I'm never doing this podcast again. None of that. He just, he just spoke to the camera and he got his... In defence, it was quite simple and you could quite, you could almost understand his reasoning behind it. That is literally the only difference. If he'd have come up with something stupid and insensitive for the people he left behind, someone would have gone, that's stupid and insensitive, I'm not doing this podcast anymore. But as it is... Well, he was, and it was. He, he did say first of all, he said he wanted to be cremated. He yeah. did, he said, "I want a little bit in Sydney." I'm guessing he, he's got family in Sydney, and he wanted a bit in Erinsborough, and he wanted it not to be a sad day. He wanted it to be a celebration. All things that I thought, yes, fair point. There was nothing about, oh well, you could just all go go to <laughs> town, and then if someone wants to bring the body with them, um, <laughs> or don't bring it in a, in a car. You need to make sure you put it in a rucksack on your back. Like it was, it wasn't fucking stupid. <laughs> well, I don't know. He has arranged for two funerals, which I'm kind of gutted. I didn't think of now, to be honest. Uh, well, he hasn't arranged for two funerals. Again, that's not quite what he said. He said, I want half my ashes scattered scattered in Sydney and I want half of them scattered no, in Erinsborough. No, he wants a celebration in both. Well, that's because he's, he's scattering the ashes, though. He's not, like, chopping himself in half and burying half somewhere, come to the party, and then the other half's going. And again, I don't know if it's that that's down the middle or top, I don't know how horizontal. I don't know how he was doing. He was literally saying, I'd like to have my ashes scattered in a couple of different places. 
But Mackenzie from this video then takes it upon herself to absolutely throw herself uh, into this this funeral stuff and wants it absolutely fucking perfect, uh, which is the one of the pictures that I put up on Instagram. Uh, the one of Godzilla with the drinks in her hand, or his hand, her hand, whatever. With Godzilla, can be whatever you want it to be. Uh... So your picture of Godzilla with drinks in their hand was to sim- symbolise um, a, wid- a, n- a new widow because... trying to organise the funeral for her recently deceased husband, <laughs> childhood because... sweetheart. Because I don't know how you've done that. Because, do you know, like in a wedding, where people get obsessed with the wedding and become bridezilla, well, in this case, what she's done fucking is become... Hell, that's this, is, this, is some, <laughs> this is some fucking Carl Pilkington nutbag that's, maniac that... bullshit. And then, because she wants cocktails as well, and then Amy and Mel are making the cocktails, and she, they're like, choose one. She's like, I fucking have them both. You know what's happened here? He's done this backwards. He's seen that picture somewhere, really wanted to post it, and thought, what, how can I connect this? Uh, uh, bridezilla, oh, no weddings. Fucking nonsense. Yeah. That's nonsense. Funeral. Next. Funeral Zilla. There we go. Uh, yeah. So Mackenzie just <laughs> going mad about the fucking funeral at the moment and just wants everything to be perfect. Um, as yeah. you would. As you would. Yeah. But she's going to burn herself out and it's going to all come crashing down because the stuff's starting to fall apart already. They tried to get a DJ, uh, but they can't get the DJ on the date that they want it. Oh no! He's he's DJing at the other one in Sydney when they want him DJing at the one in in Erinsborough, uh, but that's the only date he's got free. So yeah, stuff's already starting to unravel already. Uh, Tim, top five top five organs to donor go. <laughs> Do you mean donate for one? But what yeah. what are top you five asking? Organs. Would you just top five organs? <laughs> come on, go come on, go. <laughs> What are you asking? Like, what what would I like to donate? What do you did the most popular ones? Or uh, all right, top five. What do you mean? Is, you if like you die donate. and they're all healthy, you donate all of them. No, if you top five organ, top five organs that you like donoring to you <laughs> that I'd want. Yeah, that I would want in your body. Top five. Right. I want I'll... whatever the fuck I need to stop me from dying. I don't have a preference. Say there's five things wrong with you and five organs. I need them all. <laughs> right, I'll do what yours. Would you prefer Num- them to be? Number five, new fucking ankles. <laughs> neck. Neck. <laughs> and then, th- and then three penis, two penis, one penis. <laughs> Uh, you gotta sneak a hair transplant in there somewhere get your beard going (laughs) would you have the three penises as like one long penis or three actual penises move on this is you (laughs) being so desperate like we always do we always throw in a top five anyway just and it's it's quite an organic kind of thing but now you're so desperate to have a top five you've come out with the most ridiculous top five (laughs) you didn't even have a question to ask it didn't make sense (laughs) 
Ah, uh, fine. We'll oh. move on to uh, Glenn, Therese, and Estelle. Uh, little trio storyline here. Uh, so, second picture. Glenn has a painkiller problem. This what? is the one that I spotted. He, he, he had extra pills in his bag. He's clearly a bit... Again, we've just finished a fucking painkiller storyline with fucking <laughs> Lou, and this put this cunt's got painkillers in his bag as well. That's the one that I spotted, and I thought, oh, he's got painkillers. Right, I get the picture. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, so he's got a painkiller problem. Uh, do you want to know why he's got a painkiller problem? Do you want to know a bit of backstory? Because he took painkillers and then got addicted to them. Correct. Uh, <laughs> did he throw his back out like Lou did? What's the deal? No, he was actually paralyzed. Uh, Brenda can't walk. Yes, <laughs> the more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> yeah, he was paralyzed at the hands of uh Paul Robinson. Um, yeah, he was, was working for zombie apocalypse or something different. No, way back in, he's a, he's a character from the, the 80s and early 90s. I have no idea who this one is. He's Jim Robinson's illegitimate son. Uh, so he's, yeah. I remember Paul Robinson. Yeah. Uh, not Paul Robinson. Uh, Jim- Paul Robinson? I thought you meant Glenn. Yeah. No, Glenn is Jim Robinson's illegitimate yeah. son. Yeah. Uh, so not a natural rivalry with Paul back in the day. Ended him when getting thrown off a roof and getting paralysed. Uh, yeah. He's also the second character to be paralysed, yet still be walking fine round. Uh, the other one, of course, was Phil Martin, who was paralysed in a car crash, but then just walked back onto the street a couple of years later. Um, I thought, yeah. What about Ben Atkins, Brenda Can't Walk Originator? Oh, yeah, there's three. There we go. Fuck it out. Nobody gets paralysed in Aaronsby, do they? Not Mad was in a wheelchair. No one knew why. No one knew why, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's got a painkiller problem, uh, but he's also trying to sort out the problem between his girlfriend, Therese, and her mum, Estelle. Uh, so Estelle is homeless, basically. She's fucking living life on the lam. She's homeless. Picture three. She's homeless. Uh, she's not picture three. It's the fucking last one out of five, I think. Oh, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> but she's sleeping. Do you, know when, do you know where she's sleeping? She's sleeping at the vineyard, which, to be honest, if you're homeless, is a pretty fucking good place to sleep. If I was homeless, I would make myself, I would get down to the, the nearest vineyard and just sleep there. Where's the nearest vineyard to where you live? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Hampshire. So it'd be a long walk, but I'd be all right. It'd be I'm like a little for knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a long walk, but I'd be all right. Just I feel it. like you should start using a posh accent. So I'd enough to speak in his fucking normal one. <laughs> uh, so yeah but but Estelle, Estelle sees the painkillers and manipulates Glenn to organize well, the union she doesn't just see him she breaks into a locked drawer in Glenn's office and that's how she finds him so he was, he was quite good about keeping him secret but she busted in with it she used a knife to jimmy it open and she found him yeah she's sneaky this one so Glenn has to arrange a reconciliation between the two, which goes pretty well. But then instantly, Glenn isn't convinced. He has a chat with Jane. Uh, if you remember playing Jane back in the day, super brave. Jane's back in the day. I recognise Jane. She looked the same, I thought. Yeah, yeah she I did. Could pick her out. Yeah. Uh, and they're not convinced because she's like, I'm not, because Teresa's like, I'm not getting a fucking job. 
fuck that. Because uh, I think someone, I think Jane offers her a job at the cafe or something or the restaurant. And she's like, I'm not fucking working for a living. Fuck that. Uh, and then she sat at home in Glenn's house. She's just like fucking smoking a fag and drinking wine. And he's like, are you going to get a job? He's like, fuck that. I'm not getting a job. Uh, so Glenn goes to Therese and he's like, yeah, I'm not convinced. Uh, and she's like, what do you mean? You're the one who set up the, the reunion between us. He's like, yeah, because of these. And he shows her the painkillers. He's like, yeah. Did he show her the painkillers? I didn't see yeah. that. Really. Oh yeah, yeah. So he show yeah, he shows the painkillers. And uh, she's fucking fuming about that. But then she calms down later and she goes, Right, I've got a solution to this problem. because uh, apparently uh Teresa's a very rich woman. Uh, I think I believe she was married to Paul Robinson. Uh, and has got fucking half of his money now. Uh so she's very, very rich indeed. So she goes to her mom and says, Listen, here's a check. Take that and go away, or stay here and 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 make an effort with me and try and live a normal life. Do you want to guess what she does? I reckon she'll take the money and fuck off. Tim? But then have second thoughts. Yeah, she takes the money. I know. Yeah, Uh, timing's right. Again, if they're aware of the show coming to an end, they might just be trying to get rid of certain people, especially with bringing other people back. There's only so much room. Yeah, this is what I was thinking, you know, because I wasn't sure if there was... So, I think Plain Jane's been in it for a little while. Amy came yeah. back since we've been doing this podcast or whatever. I I almost thought there'd be more old people, old faces there already. I'm worried that they're going to just bring them in in the last fucking week. Well, And it's going to make no fucking sense here. Well, I don't I, see, what, I I don't see where you're going to fit them in. I was going to get to this because... Yeah, he should fuck up and let him ask his question. Fuck's sake. <laughs> what do you well, think? Well, do you not think there's going to be some sort of event? Well, I I read, and this isn't a, a spoiler or an event or anything like that. I'll leave that to Tim. But it's it just said they they thought, the writers and the, and the directors or whoever, the producers, have said it's it's a good ending. Like, it's a nice ending. It's going to send everybody home happy at the end. Which is good. I'm glad it's like that, and it's not going to be some sort of bullshit ending. It still could be a bullshit ending, who knows. Um, but I just don't I don't know how that's going to work. How are you going to get a nice ending? You're bringing back all these old faces. I don't... I can't see... I can't see how it's going to work well. Well, I think I might have. I think I've got an, an early prediction here. Do you want to hear it? Have you got the actual answer? Because you've Googled. No, I don't it have the actual know. answer. No, this is just nope. a straight up prediction. If this so, is right, it's bullshit though. Go for it. Uh, so <laughs> after, after Hendrix dies, Toadie's there quite a lot, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and Toadie's, you know, Hendrix doesn't want. Uh, Mackenzie doesn't want to get off Hendrix's body, and he's the one who has to kind of drag her off and go. Listen, you know. You can't just, you know, they've got to come in. She kisses the dead body, which I thought was a bit weird. Yeah, that was like right. not just not like dead. He's dead. Give him, give him a kiss. Like dead, and she was in there for hours with him because she won't fucking leave. I understand that she didn't want to leave, but then she still kissed him after she'd been in there. And Toby even says that's not even him anymore. Yeah, like that's just the body, and she kisses the dead body. I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah, not on the head either, on the lips. On the lips. Tim, you've kissed a few dead bodies. Thoughts? <laughs> Tim, top five places to kiss a dead body. Tim, you're, you <laughs> like necrophilia. Tell us more. 
<laughs> this can be when we come back for season five or six we'll have a necrophile watch <laughs> you could have yeah that was very weird i'm very glad you brought that up uh yeah that is a weird like I, the kiss on the head i could understand like the kiss on the head and the shutting in the eyes yeah that's yeah. Like fairly rich oh straight that. away don't mind that but not on the lips hours later i know like how how quick does decomposing set in? Is it? I don't know. They might have already. I mean, I'd, might already be smelling that room. Maybe a different camera angle would have caught like a bit of a convulsion and a fly comes out of his mouth at just the wrong moment. Maybe. Also, don't you shit yourself <laughs> when you die as well? Is that is well, that a maybe you do? <laughs> <laughs> you shit yourself while you're awake. <laughs> that's why you can't wear white suit shorts <laughs> uh, so yeah I don't know how we got on that but oh so yeah sorry so Toadie goes back to his girlfriend uh, Mel it's Mel from back in the day as well because she does a weird fucking laugh and I feel like that's been a character before called Mel who had a weird fucking laugh I don't know. I thought it was Toadie's mum until he kissed her. And then she's an old, she's an, she looks old. She is old. I thought, yeah, I genuinely thought it was Toadie's mum. And then he kissed her. I went, that's a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> if she was dead, it would have been fine. Old, so that's fucking weird. <laughs> uh, Tim, no. you've kissed a lot of old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, top five places to kiss your mum. <laughs> what the f- oh dude. oh man uh but yeah after all that and he's like thank you so like thank you so much for your help with the kids and the support and the love and are they like, told his kids or are they her kids they're told his kids from who's the mother of those kids his dead wife who which went- one uh the latest dead wife <laughs> uh so the well, last tony's top five dead wives <laughs> he's probably got five to be fair probably has got five to be fair uh and he's like he's like you're so brilliant with the kids you've been such a great help to me let's get fucking married uh and she doesn't give him an answer at all she's like oh she just kind of plays it off and, and he's like are you gonna give me an answer and she's like Oh no! I'm just gonna go do this now. Sorry, I'm, I'll see you later. Uh, she does give him an answer. No, she moves <laughs> in. That's well, the she answer. says no. She says no, not yet, but I will move in. Yeah, that is the answer. Which is, I don't think, I don't know if Tony was. I don't know if that's allowed. Really, you say, "Will you marry me?" No, but I'll move in with you. It's not a counter. It's not like a counter offer. It's what will if- you marry me? <laughs> Well, what if Peyton? Well, okay. So, what if Peyton had gone? Well, I have just got back to the country. I've not actually seen you for a year and a half, so it's a bit weird if we get married. But I'll leave. I'll live in your house. What would you say to that? Would you go? Fuck you! No, you can't stay in my house. Yeah, again, it's not. It's not account. It's not like a negotiation. It's not like you set off going. Oh, I really just hope we're living together. I'll ask her if she marries me first, and she she knocks me down to living together. There were already visa negotiations in place there. He had a uh, trapped already. Exactly. There was no. Or did he do that thing where you only really want so much? He only probably wanted us to move in. I'll go. I'll go big. And then when you get <laughs> when it gets dropped back down, like you always offer offer a bit more, don't you? 
No, I like to under-promise and over-deliver. You, you, you say marriage or bust. That pretty much sums you up. <laughs> marriage or divorce. It's one of the two ladies. <laughs> so, yeah, she has decided to move in. I think the thing that's going to bring everyone back is this wedding with Tony. I think she's going to say, in a week or two's time, she's going to go, actually, yeah, I do want to fucking marry you. I don't care about the other five dead wives. This one's going to work. Let's have a big wedding. And why don't you invite loads of people you kind of knew? Some friends, some Tony and Jason didn't know Toadie, though. Exactly. <laughs> Just bring a load of people back. Harold could bring Kylie and Jason with him. Yeah, he could do, to be fair. That's the only way you'd get You might want to know where the mum's buried, because they've never fucking visited. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. You know, though that that's the that's the equivalent of like any of the. I'm trying to think of someone specific, but I can't. Who was the DJ that you were friends with way back in the day? The, the one who was a shit Luke. DJ. It's the equivalent of you bringing him to my wedding. That's what. <laughs> that's the same thing. Toadie does he would not do know a good Kylie wedding knows. playlist. To be fair. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely would. And he'd have, he'd have the entire room's attention because he'd just do it again. If No, no, stop dancing. Listen to this. I, I tried <laughs> to bring you a few blasts from the past for your first first six weddings, didn't I? You did, and you succeeded with lots of blasts from the past. I tried. Yeah, only because you wanted to blast some of those people from the past. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. And we all know what happens at weddings. <laughs> Stays at weddings. Be- best man... Bangs the bridesmaid, I think. <laughs> no, we, we did pretty well, I think. There was a lot of takers for your wedding. There was. Feel, you might be onto something with it being like Toadies. Yeah, we had a few a few blasts from the yeah, past. That's my that's my nailed on prediction. This is the thing that's going to bring them back. This is my prediction. For day one, that's what's going to happen. And it's going to be a nice happy ever, happy ever after for Toadie as well. Six I think we should all do, not that I want to give myself more work, but here we go. I think we should all do that and predict the ending then. So that's a nice one for yourself. I reckon we all need to kind of almost predict the end of Neighbours. Yeah. yeah we with a, with a couple yeah. of weeks to... Like, like from... Let's do that uh, for even next week, or maybe the week after. Um, let's let's do it. Let's predict. That can be the show. It can be us predicting the end of Neighbours. When it's down to a month to go, well, that's what we'll do. Yeah. There you go. I'll think of ideas for your podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> all I, all it's too I, easy to imagine it's too easy to imagine things that they won't do like they won't actually give a justifiable like could work in reality reason for this stopping because there's no re aside from just everyone dying or like ev- or everyone has to move away because or just something like that like just anything at all I don't think they'll do that so you're probably on the right lines with just an event, like a wedding. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Right, let's move on to the last storyline then. Um, this is the the Harlow storyline. Uh, so Harlow, uh, by all intents and purposes, was in a relationship with a crazy cult member, uh, a guy called Corey, uh, and he's gone missing. But they've been tracking him down with some spyware on his phone. That was another picture. Because of the, the V for Vendetta stuff and the cult. Oh, there we go. There we go. You have to think about them sometimes. Think about them. To be fair, what I, don't I need think... to do, right? This is what I have to do, though. 
I have to not not think about myself. I have to somehow delve into your fucking brain. And sometimes, like, what's the most ridiculous thing? I can do it. But then other times, it's impossible. It is very hard to know what's going on in your head. So you're saying you'd like a brain transplant. Is that your number one top Hawkins to transplant? It's, it's the number one thing I think you fucking need. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they're, they're trying to uh, track this this cult member down, Corey. Uh, the cult's called the Order, by the way. Uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good name for a cult. To quite be like that. Yeah, quite like that. That's a cult name. Uh, it'd be in my top five cult names. Fucking shut up, dickhead. So they've got this this uh, spyware going on. They're like, we're going to track him, but in the end, he just texts Harlow and's like, "You want to meet up?" Uh, and she's like, "Oh fuck, what do I do?" Uh, she's in this with the police, uh, Andrew Rodwell and Levi. Levi is living at Carl and Susan's. Don't know why. They've just got a copper in their house. Um, uh, so they come up with a sting operation. However, and Andrew's daughter, Sadie, and her mate, which is Zara, uh, Zara which is Amy's kid, uh, they overhear this plan. Uh, and then they overhear that... The, the venue gets changed. They've arranged, they've arranged to meet at a certain venue, and then at the last minute, Corey changes it. And goes, no, actually, let's meet at this venue. Was the venue Little Tommy Tucker's by any chance? <laughs> that would have been sick. No, I think Little Tommy Tucker's is now Lassiter's. I think they've extended Lassiter's out to Little Tommy Tucker's. Uh, so it's gone from a friendly kids kids restaurant to a fine dining restaurant. Uh, I think they hire a lot of people in the region as well to put down spoons and stuff on the table. It's a good source of income for yeah. a lot of the community in Erinsborough. <laughs> yes. You need, you need people to put cutlery down for you. Uh, so, yeah, they get wind of this because they're, uh, they're sour and last is late just overhearing all this. And they go, I've got a great idea. Why don't I, why don't we go fucking check out this place and see what it's like before, uh, before Harlow goes? They don't tell Harlow this. They just decide to do this on their own. Uh, and they go out, and it's a cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere. Hence the picture. How was just a barn? Well, yeah, it was basically that. It was a barn, cabin, whatever it was. But it was in the middle of fucking nowhere. And they check it out and go, oh, this is a cabin out in the middle of nowhere. This will be all right. And as they get there, Corey shows up. And then it cuts away. Uh, it does like those close up of like the two girls are like, ah, oh, so he's like, like he's running to them. Uh, cuts back and Sadie is unconscious. Uh, Levi and Andrew are on the way to this, uh, to this venue and sees that uh, uh, Sadie is unconscious and there's no trace of the other kid. Bag, cut scene, that's it. That's the cliffhanger for the week. So one kid's been knocked unconscious and Amy's kid has been kidnapped by. Corey. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty dramatic. A lot of these were quite dramatic. I feel like there's a little bit of fun missing out on Neighbours. Like, yeah, everyone's dying or getting kidnapped or attacked or got pain problems or he's just nicking money off their daughters. Yeah, like even though the show is brighter as a whole, like in how it's filmed and stuff, the storylines are a bit darker. I think that's probably the thing I'm not keen on 
We need a little bit more comedy in it. A little bit of light relief next week. Yeah. Well, we might do, because you're going to make me watch another five fucking episodes for this time <laughs> next week, aren't you? I certainly am. Just watch one a day. That's what I've been doing. I've been starting my day with a bit of Neighbours. It's been quite nice. Go for a nice run in the morning, have a shower, come back, breakfast, Neighbours. Great way to start your day. Uh, I've got to go to work, dickhead. Just get up. <laughs> just get up at 4am. Just get up really early. I'm already wearing my clothes. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, fixed it for you. There we go. If you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you can subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighbourhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watchneighbour. And you can also leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts.